0: All writers are vain, selfish, and lazy. And at the very bottom of their motives lies a mystery. Writing a book is a long, exhausting struggle, like a long bout of some painful illness. One would never undertake such a thing if one were not driven by some demon whom one can neither resist nor understand. George Orwell. You're listening to Writing Roots, brought to you by Aspen House Publishing. Welcome to Writing Roots.
1: I'm Lee Hole. And I'm Lee Esses. Today we are talking about how you as a human being, interact with other human beings in the writing world.
0: So this is going to be more writer to writer interactions rather than the writer to reader that we've covered for the last several episodes.
1: This includes participating in established writing communities as compared to trying to generate your own following and community.
0: The examples that come to mind for this episode that will help kind of guide our discussion are from two long time, well-established and traditionally published authors, both of whom absolutely trashed the self-publishing route. Well,
1: self-publishing is just for people who can't make it in the big world, right?
0: That was their stance, and it is completely, utterly wrong.
1: My idea is
0: traditional publishing is for people who can't do it all on their own. So here's the thing, no matter what path you are choosing to take in your writing, it's important to know how to interact with other writers and treat them with respect because like we mentioned in our last episode, other writers can help you build audiences. Other writers can help you in the process. You can learn from them. They can learn from you. If you are treating them as competition or talking down to them or down at them, then you are not building a good community.
1: If you think of some of the really good examples of people who are active on social media and these authors that we really enjoy, I don't particularly enjoy Neil Gaiman as his writing, but I love what he's done for the community. I love seeing his name and how he supports people when they're like, hey, I only had two people attend my book signing today. He goes, you know what? We didn't have anybody. So you're too up on us. Keep going. These kinds of interactions that are just wholesome and positive make me adore this human being, even though I'm not reading his books.
0: When you are approaching this writer-to-writer relationship, it is important to remember that authors are also human. They are likely going to say some stupid things or behave badly at some point in time. If you are the person who slipped up, who said something that could be misinterpreted
1: and you just didn't mean to, come out, acknowledge it, and move on. It doesn't need to become a big deal if you go, you know what, I realize that could have been really terribly interpreted, so I apologize, what I meant was this, and I totally
0: respect these people because of it part of why all of the examples that we've had so far this month are examples of misbehaving is because the authors didn't apologize or they didn't apologize correctly some of them came out with a quote-unquote apology well i'm sorry but my pr company released this information not me it's not my fault so when you make a mistake if you make a mistake in this public space make your apology sincere If you get backlash for something, take it as a sign that you need to reflect on something, that you need to take a look at yourself and take a look at the situation and see, is there something that you honestly did wrong? And if you don't think there is, just don't. Don't try to make a fake apology. People recognize sincerity.
1: And if you don't feel like you have to apologize for it, giving a fake apology will do a lot more harm than just letting time pass, letting it go. Things move very quickly in the social media realm.
0: The other worst thing that they can do is to double down as soon as they become opposed on whatever it is.
1: If you're afraid of making an apology because you think it'll make you look smaller, it'll make you look like a worse person, I promise it's going to do more good things than harm
0: if you are sincere in your apology. And so much of this I've seen, I think especially with those two authors that we talked about in the examples, is because there is so much more pressure for authors to have a social media presence. Both of those authors had well-established careers long before social media became a thing, but now they are being encouraged to have one for marketing. Because publishers know TikTok is a great space to find readers, and they're getting in trouble because they don't understand the market that they're stepping into when they are getting on TikTok, and they start to say really dumb things. The sheer quantity of content that is demanded of
1: authors to make in order to be relevant and to get more than a couple hundred views on the TikTok is absolutely insane to me it's often a lot more demanding than writing the book itself, especially if you are compelled as an artist to write a book, but you
0: are compelled by the need to eat to market your book. But with this high demand for consistent content, unless you have a team behind you helping come up with ideas. It can get exhausting and easy to start talking about things. It's pretty popular to talk about current events in the writing world. Soon these authors start getting ideas and thinking. It's also very easy to not do your research, to see an opinion
1: online and go, you know what? A lot of people right now are just hating on self-publishing. I haven't really done my research. I've always been a traditional publisher. I'm just going to hate on self-publishing too. Not a good plan. You're better off interacting with other authors and doing an unboxing video. Simple, easy, keeps your numbers up, helps promote people that you want to support.
0: In general, you want to avoid Talking down about anything in particular, especially other writers. That's where the problem came in for these two authors is that they had this idea that, of course, everyone agrees with me because I'm right, because I have this well established career that was only possible through traditional publishing. And so, of course, anybody who tries to do self publishing is only doing it because they failed at traditional publishing. When, because these authors have long, long careers, They got their start in a completely different market, and they have not done any work to find out what it's like now.
1: I saw someone post the other day that something like 70% of the traditional publishing industry has turned over as far as just the names since COVID. So a lot of the advantages of agents and publishers having contacts in the world is just simply gone. So unless you are so high above the rest of the publishing world, the advantages in the path that you initially took might not still be there. Taking a modern look can be incredibly helpful to do your research and incredibly dangerous if you don't.
0: And I think that's what we're trying to get at overall is just do your research. If you are making content, if you are going out there and putting out opinion on current events in the writing world or whatever, make sure you're staying current. Make sure you do your own independent research instead of just parroting what you hear or basing your opinion off something that you learned or experienced 10, 15, 20 years ago. Because even five years ago, the landscape was completely different. And the other thing when you are dealing with other authors, if you are in this world, is that you have to understand that your way is not the right way for everyone. The very last episode we did in January was a this or that
1: episode, it was to show how many different ways someone can be a successful author. If they didn't take this exact path and they aren't all pantsers and they aren't all sprinters and they aren't all music listeners as they're editing, whatever. They don't do things the same way you do does not make them less successful. It does not have to be your way or the highway. Understanding that traditional publishing is not for Lee S's, but it might be for Lee Holt. That's perfectly okay. That does not make someone less because their path is taking them a different direction.
0: We also see a lot of finger pointing. And I know I've, it feels like we're doing a lot of that this whole month of finger pointing it. look at this bad example. Look at that terrible person. In general, you have to be careful about that kind of stance out on social media because other authors have followers. They have people who like them. So trashing one author is not going to gain you any favors from their followers. With what we're doing, in this entire month there's a reason we're not naming authors if you know what we're talking about that's awesome you are active in the writing and reading community that is great but we're not out here trying specifically call out and trash any author in particular we're just using their experiences as a thing to say hey look don't do this
1: We are offering these examples not to belittle anybody, but for educational purposes, because no one had this conversation with these authors before they tanked
0: their careers. We are here to help. I feel like we just kind of keep saying the same thing over and over this month, which is just be a decent human. It seems like it's that
1: simple, but it's also that difficult, especially when you are trying to drum up emotions. In general, you're best off approaching other authors in the writing space in order to uplift them, in order to help them out, in order to at least politely nudge them in the right direction. If you're not going to be a decent human being, just close the laptop, get out a pen and paper, and write selfishly.